cool. Uh, welcome everybody to the Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the science fiction series Ancient Illumination. And today I have a special guest with me, Mr. TJ Sterling, creator of Okimus and Rye Comics. How you doing today, TJ? Yo, I'm good, man. What's going on? Happy to be here, everyone. Um, Rod's a good friend of mine. This cat's, I don't know if you, with, obviously, everybody's listening to, to, the, to the show, but this cat's literally like the Hulk of comics. Like, he's, he's, he's like 10 feet tall. This dude's like a giant in the industry, literally. And he's uh, one of the nicest, coolest dudes, man. So I'm uh, happy to be on the show to talk with my good friend and um, just be able to answer some questions as well. So let's get it popping. Much appreciated. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, TJ is the creator of Okimus and Rye Comics. Uh, let me ask you first, what inspired you to create? Oh, man. I mean, I've been, shoot, I, you know, I think creativity is something that is just, I was just born with, honestly. Like, I can't even really call it other than that. I mean, I come from a long line of um creative individuals i mean my grandmother was a uh, you know owned an antique store for a long period of time she was an interior decorator and also a nurse and um you know she would travel to conventions and trade shows selling her antiques you know for years while i was a kid didn't even really knew what that meant and um i just think that some of that energy kind of trickled through my mother into me mm. and um i've always loved art you know comics uh cartoons storytelling and i think i picked up my very first comic in 1991 um and just that era that 90s era of comics really blew my mind and i loved everything about it and it inspired me to want to draw and create stories you know very similar to that so it's something a goal that i've always kind of worked towards over the years since 1991 feels like a long time ago but it really wasn't that long ago yeah 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 man um and you just uh, came off a very successful Kickstarter, I believe. Was that the fourth book for Okimus? Yes, sir. So um, just for everybody who's aware, you know, just anybody who's listening doesn't know anything about Okimus. Um, Okimus is a sci-fi martial art action story about a young black kid that has a latent superhuman ability that could potentially save the human race. And uh, he's being pursued by four warriors from the future that actually want to steal this power for themselves. I say too much more, I might ruin it, but I'd love for you guys to check it out. Uh, it, you know, really responds to the need. I think what we were just talking about was, you know, going to a comic book store in the 90s and what did diversity look in the comic book store back then? And there really wasn't much. And I think even as a young black kid growing up in Michigan, I, I knew that going to a comic book store, you know, uh, I could pick up cool books, but I knew that a lot of them didn't have... Uh, people who look like me or people who I grew up with in those stories so there was a certain level of disconnect and I think now so many other people individuals like myself creators artists writers have wanted to fulfill that niche and to create great stories and that's what Okimus we've tried to do with Okimus since its inception you know back when it dropped in 2015 mm -hmm. um, issue zero came out in 2015 every year since then we've basically come out with a new book um wait a little bit more for issue four because it was one of the biggest books we've ever done at 36 pages and uh again tons of great action great story um and this is our first kickstarter uh we closed our first kickstarter at over 21k just last week friday and that's really just a testament to our supporters who have had our back from 2015 and a whole bunch of the new folks that have jumped onto our campaign through kickstarter.com yeah 
uh, I know you've worked for DC. Have you also worked for Marvel? Yeah, so a little bit of history about me. Again, I was telling you guys earlier that I started out as a comic book fan in the early 90s. And, you know, that bug never left me. So I took tons of comic book drawing classes and art classes and was an art major in college. And at the very last year of my college experience back in 2009 to 2010, I worked as an intern at Marvel for um, as a production artist. So I got to be a part of the bullpen and put comic books together. And that really gave me my... Um, it's a solid foundation of experience in terms of like how to efficiently put together a professional looking product. Okay. And um, from there, you know, I was you know lucky enough to be able to do some cover work for Dark Horse. I did some pinup artwork for Aspen Comics a couple years back in uh, 2018. And then just this year, I did uh, some layout and background work for uh, Batman Giant number five with DC Comics. Awesome. What do you? Th what's the big difference really between now with the big two and having your own thing as an indie comic creator? Yeah, I mean, I think the game's definitely changed a lot within the last five years, man. I would say, you know, 2015, there was you know people who were starting to do. I mean, there indies have always been out there, but. I, I think when I think of the indies, it's always kind of like that small section in the back of the comic book store. You go to a comic shop and they do have indie stuff, you know, mm. magazines and trades and all kinds of interesting material. But a lot of the times it's kind of like put to the side, you know what I'm saying? Or kind of like in a, in, a, in a marginalized, minimalized area in the shop. And I think back then that's still what the, uh, what everything was, that's how it looked. And um, now, indies are like a really really big thing man like people love independent comic books and they love being able to get a unique story something that has a uh, a certain level of um how do i say this it's like you're getting a raw pure uncut narrative in the story with an indie creator and and it's it's more it comes from it's not fake diversity it's like it's actual real diversity and yeah. real interesting stuff because i think a lot of the big companies have come under fire for this over the years because they are responding to you know and it's like any big company responds to like oh well you know the the current climate is people are, are you know care about the environment so maybe we need to care about the environment more or yeah. the current climate is diversity and lgbtq characters so we need to care about those characters and and really and truly they should have been doing that 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 ish from the jump like yeah <laughs> but that's the beautiful thing about indie creators like we're already doing what marvel and dc are, are trying to do with their you know by you know with diversity and all these other things so like i said i personally think it's the best time ever to be a puppy an indie creator yeah yeah most definitely i have i have an opinion i'm probably gonna expand upon in another show about that where it's kind of trend hopping or, or diversity for diversity's sake um but there's depth and quality to the characters you create you're just shoehorning something in there because you know people within those communities will buy it it kind of dilutes the value you're not really giving us what what we need i think it's important uh who it comes from um within those yeah folks. and i've seen yeah, a lot of different like um genres but i saw a description on your kickstarter page and i, I want to know if you can kind of explain this to me but what exactly is sci-fi manga sentai-esque action epic 
sure. So, um, I, again, because I grew up in the 90s and uh, in, in really and truly like during that time, there was like a wave that kind of hit the United States. And that wave was manga, which is basically Japanese comic books, a very different style of storytelling than um, uh, American style comic books. And then also, you know, anime hit like 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 a tidal wave as well as you know martial arts i'm sure you remember rod in the 90s when like jackie chan and jet lee and like chow young fat and donnie yen and all these amazing <clears throat> creators who were already doing their thing in china and japan and these other countries yeah you know, abroad kind of came into the u.s and you know we were just like you know man like the next jet lee movie comes out and the dubbing's terrible but the action is like mind mind-blowing so i mean during that time uh, that was really my favorite era for everything. I mean, you know, I, I mean, again, I just I love the '90s. I'm sure somebody who grew up in the '70s, the '80s, you know, has their opinion about why they feel like their generation is the best. But ultimately, um, for me, the '90s was just a culmination of many great things with art, music, everything, and that inspired Okamis and the stuff that I do with Ray Comics very, very heavily. So, okay. um, you know manga being again japanese style comic book storytelling a little bit of that type of storytelling is woven into okamas and you know anybody who loved you know ultraman or uh the giver or beetleborgs or um power rangers or vr troopers spectre that's man. exactly yeah spectre man so that was the sentai genre basically a guy that runs around in a suit and fights monsters and that's the genre that was very, very popular in the 90s. Well, it started in the 70s and 80s in, 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 in Asia, but eventually came to the States in the 90s. So um, I was a huge fan of that and that, that, that genre, that movement, and a lot of that, uh, a lot of that energy, a lot of that vibe is, is kind of bled into Okamas. It's woven in there like a perfect, you know, uh, tapestry of just, you know, cool storytelling and whatnot. So that's a little bit about what that statement means cool cool that is awesome we'll be right back after a quick break and continue this chat see you in a minute yo all right welcome welcome back tj uh, welcome everybody else back to the Ascari cast here speaking with TJ Sterling, creator of Okimus and Rye Comics. And uh, off the bat, I want to ask you, what's your advice for others wanting to launch a Kickstarter, especially coming off a super successful Kickstarter you just did for book four of your comic series? Yeah, it's a great question. I've definitely been getting asked it quite a bit uh, these days. So, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of homework. I mean, I don't know if that makes any sense as I'm speaking about this, but uh, in college and any time I've been in school, like I was a heavy, heavy research guy. Like I used to love researching and, and the build up to the final test because that's really what a Kickstarter campaign is. It's like a final exam, if you will. And, um, you know, the preparation, like I suggest anybody spend a month or two just preparing reading as many things you can about Kickstarter, watching as many uh, YouTube videos on Kickstarter as you, as you can, network with other people who have done successful Kickstarter campaigns, pick their brain, uh, do anything and everything that you can to verse yourself in the language of what this platform is all about and understanding 
the algorithms and stuff like that because there is an algorithm for this website just like every other website so uh you know definitely do the research continue to network with folks and then make sure that your product is the best that you can possibly make it okay yeah yeah what about advice for budding artists people out there wanting to make their own creations what advice would you have for them uh just don't stop man that's that's like the biggest thing stay consistent because the uh it's interesting because you know in college it was one of those things where I wanted to create a comic book company in college and you know my work wasn't great at the time it was it was it was okay it was pretty decent work uh but I knew that I had a lot of uh growth that needed to happen but I was determined to make sure that I built Ray Comics into a business that was lucrative um I was determined and I and I was not going to take no for an answer and I was not going to allow anybody to kind of stop me from fulfilling that dream and you know there was plenty of other very talented artists because I did go to art school and I said hey I'm starting a comic book company y'all should come on we should do we should work together and they all yeah. kind of laughed they were just like oh yeah well you know whatever you know a whole bunch of people want to start comic book companies what makes yours all that different and those yeah. same people now see that you know uh what is it um years and years later after we graduate college that you know TJ Sterling has a 20 over 21k Kickstarter and it's his very first one and now they're like oh maybe I should have worked with that dude <laughs> it's, yeah it's uh it's one of those things that um no one else is going to believe in your dream more than you are so you yeah. have to believe in it you know a uh, 100 times more than anybody else you got to believe in yourself and you have to stay consistent with the, the 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 product and the creation and you have to constantly level up like always ask yourself the question could i have done this better could i have handled this better could i have um drawn this this hand better you know what i'm saying like those types of questions where you're constantly critiquing yourself and trying to push yourself to the next level um if you're doing that all the time you're you're going to get better by default like it'll just happen because you're in the space and the the of actually doing that so again i i highly recommend anybody who really wants to do it don't give up but you got to be hard on yourself and you got to push yourself and and realize that if you're going to compete with other people you legit have to have really good get the really good work and it's possible with dedication and consistency definitely i i feel you on that one i'm i'm always on the journey of kind of learning other skills if i'm kind of jumping into different uh mediums now cuz i'm primarily a literary author and only now Am I just getting into the comics field with my first graphic novel? So I have to, I can't draw to save my life. So I had to find an artist. And I also feel you on that kind of team building and finding others that kind of believe in your vision is going to be very important. That's kind of what I'm in the midst of doing right now is trying to get to that stage where I have a team fully around me. Right now, it's just, uh, you know, uh, Jordan P. Jackson, JP uh, is my artist right now. And we have, uh, kind of a collective creative group that we meet with every week uh that partnership for all of us just hasn't been solidified yet but it's on the way uh next question for you I wanted to ask you is what's next for Okemus Absolutely man uh what's next is really some great stuff and I'm I'm super excited about it because you know with this campaign we were able to really uh not only get fully funded for just you know printing issue 4 but we're also going to be able to give people you know all the previous issues of Okemus through this campaign and we also have another three books 
that we are going to be um, working. Well, we already have four books that are being worked on by the, behind the scenes at, as we speak. But through the campaign, we're actually giving people early access to some of those books. Um, we've got new t-shirts, we've got new toys. Um, we're working on a video game and we're working on all, all kinds of really great stuff in the future, man. So I'm super excited wow. to see what the next couple of years really bring. It's gonna be amazing. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. Yeah, that that's kind of my my one of my visions too is kind of being in as many places as you can and finding uh, different avenues, mediums that you're going to be able to share your stories with because not everybody digests or consumes their media the same way. I, like I said, I was primarily a literary author and wasn't really thinking about comics or graphic novels until a bunch of people kept coming up to me at the con saying, hey, your story sounds cool, but uh, I don't read. Uh, but if you illustrate it, we'll, we'll, we'll take it that way. I was like, that's okay. I didn't, you know, I didn't really know where to go from there because, like I said, I can't draw. But luckily, I've been lucky enough to find uh, artists that, that I can work with. Man, I wanted to thank you so much for your time today and uh, giving us a little knowledge and a little insight into things that you've got going on. I wanted to ask you, where can we find your stuff for those out there? There'll be a link in the description of the episode, but I wanted to hear it directly from you. Absolutely. So um, super easy to find me online. Um, I'm at Ray Comics everywhere. So R-A-E comics um, dot com at, at Ray Comics on Twitter, at Ray Comics on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, if you wanted to connect with me personally for any type of tips or questions or anything that you just are curious about, um, feel free to hit me up at my personal account at TJ Sterling Art. Um, if you search TJ Sterling on Facebook, you'll find me. So it's super easy to find me. Um, definitely, you know, uh, you know, throw me a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Say what's up. I'm, I'm around all the time. I'm happy to talk with anybody who's got questions about really anything comic book related. So, you know, feel free to reach out. Man, much appreciated, brother. Uh, much success and uh, love to all your projects. I hope uh, that you continue on this uh upward path and just keep doing it brother i appreciate your time and appreciate your your insight and uh always the loving uh, that you show me when i see you at cons man i hope uh, once all this is over with we'll we'll, we'll be able to, to do it again man appreciate I, it absolutely man it's a pleasure to be on the show thank you for the time rod and uh you know stay safe out there man you too brother you take care of yourself later thank you that'll do it for today We'll talk to you guys next time.